this might go without saying uh, for the people who find themselves in funks, so to speak. But the, the world keeps on turning, right? And unless you're totally 100% alone, you will likely be called on and expected to, whether it's provide or offer advice or in something etc 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 you know so you can go into a cocoon slash bubble you can try and shut out the world you can try and block off all the external shit that's going on outside in the world but inevitably have to deal with the outside world you will be called upon because we you know you know people who who kind of live a solitary lifestyle or roll dolo so to speak as I like to say rolling dolo it's almost like I said you get into this tunnel vision of, you know, looking inward, looking at self. But the interconnectedness that we all have, that all humans have, if you've ever made contact with somebody at one point, at some point, there will be more contact, you know. Never 100% shutting out the world. And I think I've said before, I mean, I go back and forth on these things, but to participate in something is better than, you know, be a non-participant or just an observer. I think that's part of the the danger and anybody who's freelanced or did their own thing can relate to this it's like you're not really expected to go outside or you're not really expected to interact with a large number of people or it's just in general such a solitary experience that you you know what's the what's the actual I don't want to say motivation but what would force you to go and you know seek out interaction outside of the general you know you go to the store you know you go to the gym you're walking from place to place you know what would be the the motive or the motivation like could you like I mean could you imagine somebody we don't even need to imagine there's cases of this 
like kids who've been left alone for a long time, kids who've their development is is stunted by being left solitary or never having. Sorry, I think this is where like that's where the myth of the homeschooled kid kind of uh, comes into play. Not the myth, but you know how you can tell when someone's been homeschooled? Not that homeschooling is bad in and of itself, but it's like the socialization is different. Like kid, like parents will put their kids into extracurriculars more extracurriculars than maybe they would necessarily if they were just going to school because going to a like a a public school or whatever because you can't just raise your kid in your house by themselves (laughs) I mean I've seen it you know but interestingly I think we're in a culture that doesn't So, see what I mean? <laughs> see what I mean, Esther? Just right there. The phone rings. Or you'll get, like, jolted. Um, you'll be in, like, a deep train of thought. They're going to be jolted out of it because someone texts you. Like, oh, shit. The outside world is calling. Anyway. Um. See what I mean? Like, that is totally <laughs> that phone call is totally took me off track. But I guess the, the really the point is well. I guess these kids who, who oh yeah that, that, yeah that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say that I've met a couple of homeschool kids in my life. But I don't really, you know, I guess it's not information that people volunteer. But for the most part, much of the interactions that you have with people are people who've gone through the traditional conventional system. So everybody has like a similar way of thinking. In a macro-like sense, not maybe not day-to-day, maybe not their daily habits or whatever. You go to school, you're socialized, you're told, you know, the rules, you're told how to behave. You're punished when you act a certain way. You know, you're marked, you're graded, you're expected to get certain grades. People get their, their, a lot of their self-value from their grades. That's also a very, like... say minority thing too or immigrant kind of a thing where grades are so important like I remember um, you know helping out with some ESL classes and now I'm wondering if I told the story already probably months ago but anyway I was doing these ESL classes I was helping out with the class and it was interesting to me how many of the students, which was basically all of them, were so focused on 
what grade do I get? Or what is the right answer? And it's kind of like, eh, you're le- it's, this is language. You're trying to learn to communicate in a different language. You know, the quote-unquote dominant language of this culture or this country. It isn't exactly about getting 98 versus 85. <laughs> I mean, like, but but so much of the education educational system outside of based on grades, right? Or maybe, let me just say first world, quote-unquote first world, the developed world, quote-unquote, you know. Um, I had to tell people, like, you're not gonna, it's not gonna, your, your grade isn't gonna change that you don't understand the language or you don't have at least a working knowledge or a working I noticed that too when I was living in in Ghana. It's like it was solely about grades, you know. It was solely about grades. But and you know we see it here too, right? Like when, you know you you pit people against each other based on grades. I mean, it's good to strive achieve but I think that's what you're looking at now it's like whereas maybe like pre I don't want to say pre-internet but really it's pre-internet like you really had to have a you really had to go and seek out certain information you had to intake certain information in a slower because you don't have access to everything at your fingertips. Now it's like, you know, any kind of education that's based on memorizing something, it's like, what? what's the point? Right? Why are we still forcing that? I saw this um, poster. It was at a bus shelter. And it was like the school board. They're like, yeah, register your kids in kindergarten. And the the photo was of like kids playing with a tablet and I'm like ah using the technology that we have to teach in a different way because like I remember being in high school and they were like oh no phones in the class like how do you like I, I wonder how they get away with that now I mean I'm sure the teachers enforce the rule no te- no, no um, phones but now that so many so many kids have a smartphone, and it's just you know, it's just the way that we communicate now. Like, how do how do you really enforce? Or how do you dissuade someone from staying off of Instagram in class? Right, like. Maybe it's just as simple as enforcing the rule. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's what it is. You know. Or Snapchat. No Snapchat in class. Anyway. A free flow of thought. Have a good day, folks. Peace.